0: Let's talk about why it's been 35 years since the first and last black female won at the Golden Globe Awards. Let's also discuss International Women's Day and why we all need to choose to challenge. What about the passing of Bob Marley's stepbrother and founding group member, Bunny Whaler? And a whole lot more. This is Pablo from Hackney and this is Pablo's podcast. Thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. Welcome. A full heart of love and compassion is the main source of inner strength, willpower, happiness, and mental tranquility, the Dalai Lama. So this week, we've had the Golden Globe Awards 2021. Uh, Some great movies up. Um, and some great winners. So the two movies uh, I spoke about last week, they actually won this week, and I did manage to watch them before um, the awards. So I'll, I'll, I'll speak a little bit about that um, later on. But yeah, so Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya um, who played Fred Hampton, um, the US, um, the American um, activist. Um, Also known as the chairman of the Black Panther Party who was assassinated in 1969 At age 21 he was assassinated Um, So he won his um, his Golden Globe Award for that um, For the movie um, Judas and the Messiah Really, really good movie Also John Boyega um, won his award for his part in Small Axes, Red, White and Blue which is uh, Steve McQueen's uh, series that was on uh, last year. Um, Yeah, really good as well, really good. Um, And also um, Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, who sadly passed away. He also uh, won an award for his part in Mar Rainey's uh, Black Bot, which definitely well-deserved. Another great, great movie. Um, Great history. All of them, they're all, like, factual factual things, so um, they were all good. They were all good, definitely worth watching. Um, And then also, uh, the United States versus Billie Holiday, um, starring Andra Andra Day, best actress. Um, She also won for her part playing uh, Billie Holiday. Really good, really good uh, movie. Um, But it turns out um, she's the second uh, ever black actress to win in that category. Um, The last time somebody won it was 35 years ago. Can you imagine? 35 years ago. Um, And obviously we know it. I shouldn't have to say it, but I will. Um, That is not because there haven't been excellent, worthy black actresses that should have been um, held up high and and given that accolade. However, like I said, 35 years since... Another black person won it. The last person to win it, or the first person to win it, and the last person was Whoopi Goldberg, um, who won it for the Coloured Purple. Then many I didn't even know that movie was so long ago, 35 years ago. Wow. But, yeah, so, yeah, she was the last person to win it. Um, another issue that it kind of brought up as well is the fact that the Golden Globes are its... Um, the people that pick the winners, it's down to um, Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which is basically made up of 87 white journalists, no blacks in that at all at this point. So, so yeah, um, I'm just glad that these, these movies were made um, and these people are getting their flowers while they're, while they're still alive, you know, and well-deserved you know all of them. All of them shows well deserved, and I hope this. You know they go on to do bigger and better things. I know the the entertainment is industry um, and the creative creative arts across across all platforms is a little bit decimated at this point. But um, but yeah, there's there's still some great stuff to to come. I'm sure. So I look forward to that. So sadly, um, this week we lost Bunny Whaler whose real name is Neville O'Reilly Livingston. So he was um, the other one of the um, the Wailers from Bob Marley and the Wailers, and he died at um, the age of 73 in Kingston, Jamaica. And he was actually a founding member um, with Bob. I found out um, that him and Bob were actually like um, stepbrothers because um, uh, Bob's mother... Got with um, with with Bunny Whaler's father, um, so that's Cedelia and Tadius um, got together. They had a daughter together called Pearl, named Pearl. And yeah, so yeah, they 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 were pretty much uh, step brothers. I didn't I didn't realize this either. So yeah, a lot of history. I, f- I, f- I mean that's a movie in itself. You know that whole uh, the whole story of the Whalers, Bob Marley. I mean also Peter Tosh, Marcia Griffiths, you know, that that is a that is a big story. I'm not sure if that's been done. Um, I know there's been loads of documentaries and stuff, but yeah. But that'd be a really, really good movie. But I could imagine there'll be a lot of wranglings around that because I'm not sure who owns the rights. I'm not even sure if the family own the rights to the the Marley situation, if I remember rightly. Um yeah but that's a that's a whole podcast in itself that whole the way how the reggae industry was around those times um but yes so sadly miss um bonnie Wailer, definite icon in in reggae music Um he won three grammys um and he got the order of merit in 2017 as well so so yeah definitely um definitely a loss um, so that's all, all the three members now from, have now passed. He was the the last one, Peter Tosh obviously died a while back. Um, but yeah, um, but he, he recently I mean the death, his death is unknown what what um, caused it, but he had had a stroke in last year, like July 2020, so he wasn't in the, in the best of health, apparently, but yeah, sorely missed by any way. So, um, Portugal, Portugal and Cyprus have are now saying they will welcome tourists um, from May. Um, basically, people well, not all tourists. If you've had the jab, you know, if you've had your vaccine, you'll be you'll be accepted. Um, well, if you've had two, if you've had two COVID jabs, Cyprus will allow you in. And with Portugal, um, I think they're saying if you've been tested and you've tested negative um or or you're immune um you can visit uh, Portugal so so yeah um i i think at the moment they're not they're not sure how people will prove their status but obviously this is this is the the way it seems that a lot of countries will probably go to be fair um so we just have to see how that plays out so yeah Traveling is gonna be a whole a whole different um situation, especially for um people that don't want to have the the vaccination. So they're gonna to have to make some hard decisions if they still wanna travel certain places. Um Ian Brown though, um the singer from he's the singer from the Stone Roses, used to be in the Stone Roses Roses front man. So he's pulled out of um his festival appearance. Um and he so basically he... You, he refuses to play at any event that um, accepts uh, vaccination as proof of um, condition on entry. So, so that's a, this is an, another side of things that we're we're gonna ha- probably have to get used to. You know, all of these festivals that are happening, part of um, uh, the entry to get in, you're gonna have to probably prove that you are COVID free or you've had the jab, etc. But obviously, Ian Brown. He's not with that. He doesn't doesn't like the idea, and he's pulled out of his um, Warrington gig. It was there a weekend in Warrington, which is supposed to be in September, neighborhood weekend, it's called. Um, but yeah, so he, he's pulled out of it. So so yeah, you have to, we have to watch his space and just see how things develop. You know, um, going to going to a concert is, or well, it will be concerts as well. But at the moment, going to a festival. He's not going to be like going to a festival in 2019 and prior to that, it's a whole different ball game now. Sadly, there has been one death um, this year. Um, right, you know, a young person's passed away um, through youth violence. 19-year-old um, Ty Jordan O'Donnell from Croydon was stabbed to death um, in Croydon um, this week. You know, really sad thoughts and prayers go out to his family another young light put out early, um, yeah, so, yeah, my condolences to the families, always very sad, but on a, on a happier note, um, the Nigerian, the 300 Nigerian girls who were kidnapped um, have now been all released, they're all back home, all 300 of them, thank goodness, um, but as I said last time, I think you know Nigeria really needs to look at how they're looking after young people. You know, the schools, the security, etc. All of that needs to be um, really looked at. But really happy that they're all back home. You know, really happy. And I'm sure the parents are and the, and the young people. So that is some good news. Um, and Andy is it Andy Andy Middleton um, from Who Dares Wins. So he. He has recently... Well, Channel 4 has basically dropped him, basically. Um, I didn't really know... I mean, I like the show, I must say. I do like the show, and it is, it is really authentic and hard and grueling and, and stuff like that. But I really do like that original, original format. But I didn't realise um, some of the comments he made um, last year that, that, that went over my head, or it wasn't that widely known. But um, one of the two. Last year, apparently, uh, when the EDL um, came to um, the City of London um, in the clashes with BLM, he had put out a some a message saying that um, BLM and EDL are just scum, etc. So, yeah, in, interesting comment. Um, interesting comment. I mean, to, to put both of them... To those two um, uh, organizations together, and talk about them both as scum is, is quite interesting. But yeah, but re- more recently, um, a female he's had some issues with a female crew member who's made he's made some inappropriate comments and whatnot. And yeah, they've they've kind of parted waves But it was interesting to see how how um, Piers Morgan um, interviewed him um, this week. Because Piers Morgan, you know, Piers Morgan's very opinionated and stuff, but he really gave him an easy time considering, you know, the the, the accusations in regards to females, um, and then also you know the comments that he made. So so yeah, it was it was quite interesting. I was I was really surprised that he got such an easy ride. And to be fair, I was watching his his host, um, Susanna Reid, and the way she was looking was well she often looks like that like she really wants to say something but Piers sometimes overpowers the situation but I could kind of sense my interpretation of of how she looked and how she the point she was trying to get to was you know the situation with the females you know and we didn't really get to the bottom of that because of the way her um Piers was kind of I don't know, he, he was just kind of stifling the conversation a bit, you know, whereas usually it's like, let's open it up and really spread it out and let's hear what's happening. So, yeah, a bit disappointed with um, Piers, if he's listening, yeah. I don't know, sometimes he does pull it out of the bag, but on that occasion it it, it wasn't correct, definitely not. And especially especially as, you know, on Monday it's um, International Women's Day, 2021. So that was kind of running on my mind as well when I was watching it. I was thinking, you know, this was, you know, this is, I mean, you shouldn't be letting anybody get away with um, such things towards women at any time, but definitely not in the days coming up to International Women's Day because that's always going to look a little bit off. But yeah, so, but yeah, but it is International Women's Day and maybe by the time you're listening to this, it will work already have passed or it already is um international Women's day 2021 this year the theme is um choose to challenge so i was i was checking out the, the website and they had a little brief on there it said um uh, a challenged world is an alert world individually we're all responsible for our own thoughts and actions all day every day we can all choose to challenge and call out gender bias and inequality we can all choose to seek out and celebrate women's achievements. Collectively, we can all help create an inclusive world. From challenge comes change. So let's all choose to challenge. And I like that. I like that. that th- those are good sentiments for all of us, really. You know, challenge, challenge is definitely the route to change, you know. Um, some people don't like to be challenged. Some people don't like to challenge, you know, but that, that is something we definitely need to do. Um, but, yeah, so that is the, the sentiments. But it, it does make me think, I mean, just women's, International Women's Day in general, obviously it's, it's for women worldwide, worldwide regardless of um, race, creed, you know, your financial status in the world. But I do, I do wonder um, how... Different women in different situations and different races um, look at it. You know, I'm wondering, because I, I don't, obviously, I'm not a female, so I, I wonder if it means the same thing to, to all women, you know? Um, yeah, because it is kind of all encompassing. And know obviously, women's issues are different depending on, like I said, race, creed, colour, station in the world, and, and stuff like that. Um, but this, the, the theme that they've got this year And, and the, the write-up that they've got Does cut across the board But I am just interested in you know, Is there any differences So I suppose uh, I'll have to have that conversation With, with women to, to let me know um, And I've had some To be fair, I've had some interesting conversations With women um, over this, this past week Past couple of weeks to be fair Some stuff I, I really didn't know um, you know f- uh, how how women feel they're affected because of not just because of their them being a woman. You know, th- you know the shade of their skin as well, the hue of their skin, and and various other things as well. So I think that's that's a topic we might have to dig into a bit more because there's there's loads for us men to learn. I think sometimes women underestimate how how Um, how different men's minds think you know Um, and sometimes you know obviously you get some men that are just not right in their thinking but even for men that are right in their thinking um, we just really don't think like women that's I mean that's not news to anybody I suppose but sometimes I think we, 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 we need to remember that sometimes us men need to be told you know just really be told, like this is what is going on, and this is what needs to change. Um, and yeah, but talking, talking is talking, and listening is is key for sure. But yes, but continuing the vein of what's going on with women and stuff, I I saw today, I found out today um, in the Guinness World Records book, um are certified. Um, a female with the largest afro on earth in 2020. I didn't even know that this was a thing that was measured. Um, but it was it was good to see it. Um, Simone Williams, her name was, young lady um, in the US. So her hair measures at 1.5 metres in circumference, which is huge. Um, she spoke about it as being a real symbol of pride for her. And I took great pleasure in watching because obviously this is her natural hair as well but I took great pleasure in sitting with my daughter my youngest daughter and and watching this with her Um, and watching her smile and you know us having the conversation afterwards but it was really empowering for my daughter to watch as well you know she's she's um, not at the age where she's trying to put chemicals in her hair so her hair is natural and beautiful and long and yeah to see this this young record breaking um, woman speak about her here in the passionate way she did it was really really a good a good thing to sit down with, you know, father and daughter moment. So if you can find if you can find that clip online, I definitely recommend watching that um, with your daughter. Even not not just your daughter. In fact I'm gonna watch it with my youngest son as well because his is pretty long as well. But um but yeah, but definitely for, 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 the, for the daughters, um, it's definitely more poignant because women's hair um, is, 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 is a big thing. It's not, I mean, as a man, you know, our hair isn't that, that you know, I, we, we have different attachments to hair, totally different attachments to hair. So, um, but yeah, really, really good and interesting. But like I said, I didn't know that we, people were even measuring those things. I wonder who would win it this year, 2021 that'd be interesting. And I suppose my daughter can look at that and maybe she's thinking, you know what, if I look after my hair, I could win this. (laughs) Now we know it's a thing, so we'll see. But yes, um, so what else has gone on this week? So yeah, oh, so with Megan, we've had some timely, timely allegations. Obviously she's, her and um, her husband, Harry, have done an interview with Oprah, which will be on this uh, next week, I think it's on Monday. Um, but, yeah, so there's uh, allegations of bullying, some past bullying, but it's all come to light now. Um, I think it's really interesting that it's, it's coming to light now, you know, very timely and stuff. And, you know, we, we, we'll see how that all plays out. But, um, I, yeah, we, we, we'll see how that plays out. But um, I, think, I think we need to get behind Megan. I think we are behind. Well, I, 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 I mean, I don't know much about her as a person, but just the fact that she has become a princess, you know, being a, a biracial young girl, you know, from America, you know, probably spoke about being a princess all her life. And as somebody, you know, with, of African descent, you know, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> that would, that only seemed like a pipe dream, you know, um, and for her to actually do that, you know, she's got a child now and she's got another one on the way. And she's a princess, regardless of how they, they, if they want to strip titles and stuff, she's married to a prince, you know? So that is it. Um, so yeah, she and I, I think she had a hard time here. She had a hard time here. I remember one of the, um, I forgot his name, Danny. Danny, I forgot his name. He's, he, but he was on the radio and he, he made some jokes about, um, I forgot the actual joke, but it was something about, her child looking like a monkey or something like that, but something like repugnant like that. So that was just one thing. And I noticed you know when these commentators like Piers Morgan, you know he was he's not really with the the Meghan fan club, um, but I think he, he's forgotten things like that. I don't hear them talking about that when they're breaking down why she's you know take, making the choices that she's making with her husband. And also as well, they they tend to try and split her off like she's doing this and uh, almost like Harry's a victim of what she's doing this. It's, you know, this is a couple, man. This is a couple. <laughs> They're doing this together. But I think we get it. We get what's happening and why it's happening. I, I saw a really good... Someone sent me a video of... Um, it was a clip from uh, from LBC, um, one of their presenters. I forgot you, the presenter. But he... Was um, James O'Brien? It was James O'Brien. So there was a clip going around. Um, they video their their um, their talk show sometimes, but basically it was somebody. He was breaking down a text that somebody had sent in about what happens, what's happening with Meghan, pretty much. Um, but it was all before it happened. But we're now actually seeing it play out. I thought it was, yeah, it was it was spookily. Um, point it was a bit like Nostradamus the way the person broke it down and and you can't really um deny it really because it's happening so if you can catch that it's probably on the LBC site somewhere um but that's definitely worth um watching because like I said it all happened that interview or that that episode happened before everything happened even down to the stripping of titles and yeah it was deep but definitely check that out if you can find that so um so obviously we know we've we've just recently gone to Mars, et cetera, um, but they 've decided to honor um, a black author, a female black author, Octavia E. Butler, um, who's uh, from Seattle Seattle. she passed away fifteen years ago, um, but she's a she was a science fiction writer, and have decided to um, name the touchdown uh, Tu- named the touchdown um, landing in her honour. Um, so it's it's called the Octavia E. Butler landing. So that, that's what it will go down in history for, um, to kind of yeah, pay homage to her as well and her science fiction stuff. So, I mean, I've, I've never heard of her, but I will definitely be looking um, into her science fiction books. I'm not really a, a reader of fiction, but somebody did... Um, Speak to me about the value of reading fiction as well as factual stuff. So it's something I might start getting into. There's a, there's a few books I've got lined up for that, but um, but yeah. So so she that will be called the Octavia E Butler Landing um, Forevermore, um, and NASA has announced that officially. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, that's I think that's really not a nice thing for her, for her family and stuff. And again, being international. Um, the women's Day or um, Week, it's you know it's poignant, very timely, um, and yeah, very timely. Glad they're doing that. Um, but also, you know, like I said, being International Women's not not month, it's week day rather. Um, maybe it should be a month or at least a week. Um, but Shemima Begum. Um, so she's she's been denied the opportunity to come back to the UK to fight her case, um, and I know her, her situation really splits people because of the, you know her going off and marrying into an ISIS group and you know was saying some um, repugnant things uh, during her time over there, etc. But I always go back to the fact in my mind, you know, this she's twenty one now, so. You know, and they, and again, when people are reporting about her, and very anti what she had done and, and etc., they do emphasize that she's twenty one years old. But let's not forget when she left, when she left England with her friends, she was fifteen years old. You know, um, and at fifteen years old, the, the whatever grooming went on. Um, chances are she was 14 years old when that when that grooming started or maybe even younger who who I have no clue but point being is a 15 year old group of girls don't just pick up and leave like that you know there would have been a grooming process that would have gone on a brainwashing process that would have gone on so and you know from a safeguarding perspective you know where was the safeguarding you know who whose hands did these these children uh, slip through so to judge them fully on their actions um when from when they was 15 it's a, it's, it's a bit it's a bit much i think it's a bit much i think it's a bit strong you know if she's if she's committed any crime she should be you know uh, dealt with accordingly um but to not to take away her citizenship and to leave her in the other country at you know she was, she left when she was 15 and she was definitely groomed i'm not sure how they justify it maybe maybe i'm missing something but um yeah i something about that is 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 not right it it doesn't sound right and i'm not obviously i'm obviously not pro what she said what she's done and all that it's just the fact that she was 15 um when it happened um and probably 14 when when the grooming started um so yeah, but hopefully um her case does does get heard and stuff but from from the bits i 've heard it, it's, it's like they're saying that it can get heard, but it pretty much makes it impossible it'd be sad it'd be really sad if she ends up um yeah, it ends up not getting her day in court, considering and some somebody somebody else said you know, imagine if you imagine if you were actually innocent of something or you'd been not even not even that particular scenario but if you was in a situation where yeah where you was innocent of something in, and you you were then stripped of your 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 citizenship and not able to fight your case to prove that you should have your citizenship back like not being able to fight that is just it, i don't know i don't know but i'm not a legal person i I just i yeah just doesn't sound right to me but yes um so i'm i hope as i you know i always talk about the the health element you know things we can do to keep ourselves right today in fact i went out and done a, a three hour ride visited a few parks the parks were extremely busy and it was extremely cold today but Um, I did have a good ride. I was out there for three hours. I think i have done about 1,300 calories doing that. Um, But yes, um, you know, we've got to do these things. Go out for a run, go out for a walk, go out for a ride. You know, when you're at home, do a bit of meditation, you know. Eat well, drink well, you know, look after ourselves. Definitely need to be beyond that. I don't think we can speak about that enough. Um, And, you know... England, I think England's one of the highest got the highest rate of um, obesity in Europe, as well. So we definitely need to speak about you know health and health being wealth and you know doing the right things by our body, for sure. Because yeah, it's it's not it's not just about having a summer body, you know. It's about being healthy and fit in every sense of the word. So I did not know that in the UK, I don't even know anywhere, but I definitely didn't know, in the UK, we have black foxes. Never heard this before, um, they're rare, um, but they were, there, was a, well, there was one caught on a camera um, in West London, on one of those, uh, yeah, one of the garden cameras or house cameras, but yeah, black foxes, who knew? Um, it's a rare genetic variation, um, they 've even got a black foxes um u k society type thing you know maybe they 're pro them or they look into them or whatever but yeah um so they say there's one in one one in one thousand foxes in the u k are born black didn't know i, I mean i, I think uh, i think i'd <laughs> i 'd be a bit concerned if i see it because it looks a bit like a wolf and I think they 're a bit bigger as well um but yeah so but at least now we know and at least now if i if i see one in the garden because you, you hear them every night um but yeah if, if i see one now maybe i won't be so shook but yeah black foxes um and the sightings uh there's been like more and more sightings uh they're saying since 2016 there's been quite a few more sightings so yeah i'll be looking out for them um, what I'll also be looking out for is these, these meteors. We, we had a meteor light up the skies in, in parts of England this week. Um, again, filmed on cameras, um, doorbell cameras and stuff um, in like Bath, Wigan, and in parts of Yorkshire. Um, but yeah, it was really good to see that footage. But I, th- I thought it was quite ironic. Like we, we just went to Mars and then um, <laughs> we get meteors um, coming down to Earth. It was quite, quite timely you know was it was it really a meteor was it was it a visit who knows we'll see but um yeah no it was it was really interesting to see that be interesting if they can find um fragments of it and stuff they have said if you do find them don't touch it and etc but yeah um yeah quite timely quite timely um but it's officially spring um It's officially a spring now so at the end by the end of this obviously it's getting lighter we've probably you've probably noticed it's getting lighter and lighter each day um but by the end of March we would have we'd we would have gained like about two and a half hours worth of daylight so great news for me because obviously we're getting closer to summer which which I love but before summer um gardening season you know, this is this is the time when I, I prepare to do my gardening and start growing some fruit and veg in the garden. That's one of my hobbies. Um, just waiting for the last frost. So when I first started gardening, we used to, well, I used to um, kind of follow it rigidly to the date, but then I, I realised you, you can't really do that because the seasons are changing. So literally, you need to wait until the last frost because if you plant anything before the last frost and then the frost comes back, um, your seeds etc will perish they will perish so yeah but yeah looking forward to doing that i i planted some f- pumpkins for the first time last year and i planted them late so I vowed and the, you know the big leaves came up and everything i was thinking yeah i'm going to get them but yeah it was just a bit too late so um this year i'm definitely growing pumpkins so as soon as that last frost w- those will be the first seeds i'll be putting in the ground but I'll definitely keep you posted. And I I reckon everybody should do a bit of gardening, you know, a bit of horticultural stuff. Um, Don't have to do it in your garden. Maybe you can get an allotment. If you can't get an allotment, you can get a flower pot and do it on your windowsill, you know, Um, as long as you've got uh, um, some daylight coming through the window, you can grow something. Um, But everyone should know how to grow food, I think. I think everybody should know how to grow food. You can grow peppers on your windowsill. So there's no reason not to say, yeah, I've grown some food. Um, and it is very um, rewarding. Yeah, because you obviously you can eat it afterwards. So at a bare minimum, you get that reward. But yes, um, but talking of food, um, Amazon, Amazon Fresh is a new shop opened up in West London. So you can go there and buy your fruit, your veg, your bits and pieces um, without cash. All you do is go in there with your smartphone app and pick up your stuff and leave. And it will automatically charge it to your phone, to your Amazon account. Yeah, we are definitely moving forward in time. Um, I, I mean, yeah, this technology is amazing. So no shopkeepers. Um, yeah just in and out in and out so but i suppose it's going to you know on, on the other hand it's going to affect a lot of um, jobs eventually this kind of you know if this if it takes off like that you can imagine getting tescos and there'd be nobody in there at all and you just walk in get your stuff and go um yeah so good technology but it, it does have, it will have its prices um to pay it will be it will affect jobs and stuff Um, But it's the first one. So I think they've got them in other countries, but it's the first one in the UK. So Amazon Fresh, West London. Um, And also I saw on the tech side of things, I saw um, a deep fake video of, uh, of Tom Cruise. And it looked exactly like Tom Cruise speaking, laughing, uh he, he even um done a little bit of golf you know he, he took a shot apart um but this it was fake yeah deep fake so they've they've basically used some graphics and stuff um this uh, visual effects um guy named christopher um, um done it on tiktok you and he also used um so basically he's got a, a tom cruise impersonator yeah? and then he's done this graphic where he's Taken Tom Cruise's real face and put it over uh, the, the 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 visual that you're looking at, um, and generate an AI video clip that looks very 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 convincing. Bit scary, really. Um, you know, because you, you know when you see things like that, you're thinking, okay, well, it's, somebody can do that. You know, you, you could you could really get somebody in, in some problems. You know, you, you, you can literally you know making a picture of somebody is one thing but making a moving image and it looks like them and sounds like them yeah it's a bit bit scary what could be done with that if it's in the wrong hands so um but yeah still impressive though very impressive from a, from a creative perspective very very impressive so on the tv um this week um i found on disney they've actually got all of the original the Muppet Show um, shows from, from way back in the day. All five seasons. Um, and so, yeah, I was, I was watching them with the kids, my youngest. Um, and, wow, brought back some memories. Brought back some memories. Vivid, vivid memories watching those shows. Um, you know, uh, so, yeah, def- definitely. And, and timeless as well. Timeless as well. Even though the, the guests, you know, we probably won't record recognize the guests at all but still timeless um i definitely recommend watching that with with the young kids for sure um still funny the kids still love it as well but yeah quite nostalgic quite nostalgic if you used to watch the muppet show um but as i said earlier um and and last week um judas and the messiah i watched that i watched that this week really powerful i didn't like i said before i didn't know fred hampton's story i definitely didn't know he was 21 you know he he did a lot i i, I mean the fact that they that they they assassinated him a 21 year old you know um the cia assassinated this young young man um because of the things that he was doing in the world and you know being part of the 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 black panther party and stuff just goes to show, man. I, th- I think that's. It just goes to show what, how valuable young people are. You know, this 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 young man, even though his lights were, were dimmed at such a young age, he made history. You know, he made history. So when this, so when I hear about young people dying, I'm, I am mindful that you know, who knows what this young person could have been. You know, and, um, you know, the young people are are really the future. So whenever i see that it is really sad but but the movie is really good really really good um hats off to um daniel kaluuya he he really deserved that um that award for the golden globes but definitely check that movie out i don't want to go too much into it because it's it is it's is a good movie and, you know i don't want to spoil it for anybody but um good historical story and also um the united states versus billy holiday another excellent one um starring um, Andra Day. And yeah, she won her award as well, and, and rightfully so. Really good movie. Um, you can tell it was done by Lee Daniels, you know, you know the musical. I mean, obviously, it's, it's, it's um, Billie Holiday, so obviously the music, music's going to play a big part. But even the way it was directed and stuff, but I, I still liked it. I still liked it. I, and she, her acting was amazing. It was amazing, especially as it's her first part as well. First, um, lead role or even her first role, I think it was. Um, but yeah, she, um, she, yeah, she really done the business, she really done the business. But, um, it's like I said earlier, it's just really sad that, um, she's the second person to second female to win it, you know, it's the second black female to win it in in 35 years. I just hope that it's not another 35 years before black women get gets black woman gets honored for um her art, you know, by the Golden Globes. But I think things will will shake up as time's going on. I've got faith in that. Um but looking forward to the Oprah um and Oprah's interview with Harry and Meghan, um which is gonna be on a Monday. So that's gonna be the talk of the week for sure. Um but yeah I, I mean, I, I hope. I hope that the media has has got it wrong in thinking this is going to make things worse. I I, re, I really do wonder how bad things are between, you know, the Queen and you know the Queen and you know the brothers and stuff like that. Because I kind of feel like the the media are kind of hamming it up a bit more than what it is, you know. Um, so yeah. Yeah. But it's it's must watch TV, Oprah's interview. Um so I'll definitely be watching that. We'll probably talk about that on the next pod. So a book that I've been asked to talk about today is called The Black Leopard, Black Leopard, Red Wolf, Dark Star Trilogy, Book One by Marlon James. So this is one of the the um fiction books that I will be checking out because as I said um, I have, somebody has spoken to me about how the, the benefits of reading fictional books or just reading for fun, reading for fun, um, is, is, is something. And I'm, I'm not sure I've really, yeah, I haven't really read for fun. That, that hasn't really been my thing. I've, I've just, I've read for knowledge, you know, but there is something said to be reading for fun. So yeah, so this is one I'll check out, but yeah, Black Leopard, Red Wolf, Dark Star Trilogy book 1 by Marlon James. Um it's basically a, they they say it's um a, a stunning uh, follow-up to A Brief History of Seven Killings. So um and it's what well, I think the general thing is that um Marlon James he, he draws from the rich tradition of African mytholo- mythology, um and fantasy and history. So that's what makes his his books stand out from the rest. Um, but they've likened his work to um, Tolkien so Tolkien's um, the man who wrote uh, the oh, it's totally gone out of my head I'll remember in a second but yeah um, yeah Tolkien he, he's, his work is considered as good as his um, and yeah he imagines like Ancient World Lost Child in extra, who's an extraordinary hunter um, and Mystery, answers some mysteries and goes through various um, fantastic journeys, etc. So, so yeah, um, that is a book to check out. Black Leopard, Red Wolf, Dark Star trilogy, book one by Marlon James. So check that out. Um, Tolkien, what is the book? I, uh, the Hobbit. How could I forget <laughs> the Hobbit? Tolkien is the man who re- wrote the Hobbit. Yeah. So, and and obviously, if you've read The Hobbit um, or watched any of the movies, you know, he's an amazing writer as well. So, yeah, definitely something to check out. So, as I said earlier, hopefully you guys are getting out, um, keeping fit, um, getting that fresh air, um, you know, just, just doing stuff, getting the blood running, getting the blood moving, you know, getting off of the city, turning off Netflix for a bit, you know, doing some physical stuff, you know, a little bit each day, you know, half an hour, even if you go out for a half an hour, 15-minute walk, doesn't matter if it's cold, just wrap up. Although when I went out for my ride today, I definitely underestimated how cold it was. Um, And being outside for three hours on a bike with the wind chill factor, my toes were a little bit numb and my fingertips, even though I had gloves on. So, um, So, yeah, just dress appropriately, check the weather, unlike i (laughs) that's what i should have done but um but get out of there is the main thing so um hopefully you can share this link with somebody who's not familiar with the podcast definitely appreciate that if you can do that um and thank you again for choosing pablo's podcast today and hopefully you can join me on the next one until then take care and be nice to each other thank you for listening to pablo's podcast i'm pablo from hackney and you can catch me next week for more healthy discussion.